Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info Holmberg's morning sickness disgusting they smell they're sticky they say things that are horrible good morning everybody hello there welcome to the morning sickness my name's john holmberg there's brady bogan there's brett fesley there's big dick toledo we're ready to go it is wednesday it's 5 45 Let's just get this out of the way. Right away, Brett hands me a letter of a lady who's mad at me. Just <laughs> distracted me all the way around. Sorry. It's all right. I'm fine with it. I, I just want to point out to people that I'm fine with any critique and whatever. And coming at, look, I, here's the difference between me and Simone Biles, because that's what this is about. Here we go. I put myself out there on a radio show with opinions and thoughts and everything else. And I realize that they're not going to be everybody's opinions and thoughts. And I can handle the backlash. I can handle the pressure that comes my way. I put myself out there as a presentation. That's the pressure I put out to say, hey, here I am. If you don't like it, you also have the right to say so. And I put myself out there for that. That's the sucky part of being in the public eye, even as small as I am by comparison to a lot of people. You're in the public eye. The public has a right to critique. Now, let me, let me critique how you critique. Let me tell you how you do it wrong because I've been on the other end of it a lot. Let me, you do it wrong the minute you say something like, you could never do gymnastics like Simone Biles. You could never throw a pitch as fast as a female softball. The minute you start saying you could never, you don't realize what you're doing because what I think in my head is you're telling me how to do my job and you could never do this job. Yeah, right. So don't do that to yourself. Don't put yourself in an argument where you start saying right off the bat, you could never tumble like Simone Biles. You could never do that. Yeah, but she's out there for, as an elite athlete, people to look at, watch, and have opinions on because that's what we do with sports. Correct. And and what the the gist of the whole debate that's going on is uh, some people are questioning whether or not right. like if there, sure Which there's days that you're you uh, don't want to go to work. Right. 
and you can do that. So, you, sure. but if you fall up and that you take that day off of work and you're the out, the team needs you that day, and you just bail out. So I just don't feel like coming in. Man, we've been working on something for you four can years. question it. It's our okay pre- to question it. Our presentation it. is today. It's like yeah, you can say well, okay, I and think we're questioning. You it. might have just had a, a pressure packed day. Uh, you're not even half the elite athlete as Simone Biles. It's just ignorant to try to talk about it, is it? So then we just don't talk about anything we have never done. Guess what we would stop doing, everybody? You're not allowed to talk about radio. You're not allowed to talk about this show. With that being your argument, you're not allowed to tell me anything you don't like because you can't do this job. I guarantee you, you cannot do this job because, A, I'm looking at your spelling, Donna. You can barely spell. You can barely spell. I love 98, but sometimes you talk about stuff that's just ring. Thank God you stopped talking about a 12-year-old's period. That was beyond N-I-N-N, appropriate. Oh, I used to stay at the inappropriate. What a wonderful place that was. Remember Book's Brady fast. Weekend at the inappropriate. <laughs> By the way, I'm not talking about a 12-year-old girl's period. She's 13 now. <laughs> so, meh. Yeah, uh, you can argue with me all you want, and, and it's a good argument. It's a good debate. Whether or not some people say, hey, I think the pressure got to and she, and she quit. Yeah. She has every right to do it, but I have every right to say I think she quit, and you have every right to say that's not the case. But guess what you can't do? Start saying, you're no gymnast. You lose me. So let me tell you, if you're going to critique people, don't go down that path. It's, it's a moron's path to say you can't do it because you're basically saying, I don't like the way you did your show. Well, you can't do this show. So if I throw that back at you, we're in an idiot circular argument that doesn't have anything to do with what we're actually talking about. So let me just teach you how to critique people a little bit better and write better letters to me because that was and, – and spell check. Come on. Inappropriate. <laughs> the inappropriate is – that's pretty hilarious. But, yeah, people are all over, and people get grouchy about it and everything. It's fun. But I don't care what your opinion is if you don't care what mine is. I'm going to only talk to people that have, like, a, a thought in their head besides saying, so it's all about what you think. I'm like, oh, you've lost me again. You're not arguing about the issue. You're just mad because somebody's saying something you don't like. That's it. So that's how you have to when – you, when you want to critique somebody on the air, you, the better ones, actually the more intelligent critique, and I think we would all agree, is someone just goes, you suck, dude. I think that's a more intelligent critique. <laughs> and you can roll than, on. Yeah, than it is. You could never do Olympic-level uh, gymnastics. Of course not. But I can make commentary on social things that everybody's talking about. I can watch a TV. You know what I can't do? I can't write a sitcom. But I sure as hell can watch one and tell you if it sucked or not. <laughs> I can tell you if the yeah. writing sucked in a sitcom, and so do you. So stop it with the whole, you could never, dot, dot, dot. Neither could you. So don't don't... Don't write a radio show to tell them what he can't do if you could never do the show he's doing. I could stand in there and do that. Come give it a run. Give it a run. You'll be dead in a week. Come on down, Chief. Come on down. Give this a run for a week. (laughs) You're live. You're live. (laughs) Hit it. I've seen people hit this microphone, especially the ones that are like, man, you need me on your show. I'd be great. Blah blah. And you put that mic in front of them, and it's like they turn into people who speak Polish. (laughs) <laughs> they t- the I okay, and then they get way far away from it because they're afraid. Yeah, I've seen it. So you can't really even use some that of the funniest people. I mean, I remember we did that uh, dating game one time. This guy's really funny. Breeze, yeah, Brian Breeze froze. I have fun with Brian, and he was in there. I'm like, you are the worst. Oh, I don't know what to do. I I don't know. Everybody's. Li- I got. Yeah, I know. You can't. It's not easy, is it? So yeah, that, I'm fine with you yelling at me and telling me it stinks and stuff. Whatever. That's what I do for a living. I go out and I put my, my opinion out for a massive audience. And then you guys can disagree and agree all you want. No, duck feathers. Don't care. 
I'll go back and forth with you, but I'm never going to get to think, well, what do you do for a living? You, you, you could never be a gymnast. That's, your, that's an idiot's argument. That's and that's it. why I'm not in the Olympics, that's Rob. Right. That's why. And you know what I can't do either? Uh, win seven out of ten Super Bowls, but I still think Tom Brady's a dickhead. <laughs> so you do it with people that – when someone disagrees with you, all of a sudden you're the biggest supporter of, of that you know, entire situation. But you've sat and watched – Donna, you've sat and watched television and said, this guy's an asshole or this person can't act. You couldn't. You can't either. But yet you seem to feel like that you can say that because we all have opinions. It's ridiculous. I like Donna, though. I love KUPD. We're talking about a 12-year-old's period is inappropriate. But then if I didn't and I said, ooh, 12-year-old period, period, you go, oh, you have to get over it. It's a natural thing. You have to make up your mind here, ladies. It's what, a no-win situation. Are we talking about periods like they're normal? Are we acting like it's gross? What are we doing with periods? I need to know because I need to get on board with that. And by the way, I could never have a period. <laughs> So how dare I even think about them? That's a that's a stupid argument. Everybody can. I talk like the it. comparison. So sometimes if like periods? you have no idea what we go through. <laughs> oh God! I thought you were comping periods. I was no. just saying, wow. No. I have a heavy flow. But I'm saying on flow. these uh, controversial things, let's talk about something maybe we all get along on, like vaccinations. So <laughs> okay, let's do that. Yeah. You're right. Brady's right. <laughs> let's talk about COVID and vaccinations and how we should all wear masks and get the shot. And how about the 2024 <laughs> election while we're at it? You know, <laughs> yeah, let's get with it. Let's just on do that. this. <laughs> Yeah, what a great radio show it would be if it's like, well, I'm going to avoid all the topics people are talking about, and I'm not really going to have an opinion. You know what that's called? KDKB. <laughs> They're in 25th place, so we do what we do for a reason. And the fact that you engaged and emailed proves, Good on you. proves yeah. two things. You're listening, and you're dying to f- me. You are dying. <laughs> okay. I am so on your mind. I am She's so right you right are now. dying to take me to the inappropriate and just give me everything you've got and every orifice you own. You want to f- so bad. And I say that as a direct quote from Andrew Cuomo. That's exactly how he talked to his staff. You are dying to f- me, baby. Man, they don't like that guy. You know, now they don't. I was looking at articles yesterday. The Andrew Cuomo thing's funny to me because everybody's on him now. Everybody's saying you should retire. Everybody's saying that sexualizing is the president. Brian yeah, Biden went out and said, "Yeah, you got to quit." Did he have <laughs> you got to quit? Stuff dude. a couple yeah, years ago. The president was touching I mean, people. Why would you go there? <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, the president was talking about mm, probably should uh, step down. Touching chicks is a bad thing. Well, I don't know. You guys could never governor you. Uh, you uh, that's New a good York point. I could, anything, I could so, never uh, win as governor. Yeah. So all right, no, no, we won't talk about that. Great point. <laughs> That's what the show would sound like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we all did the thing with it. But yeah, um, it's very funny because I went back yesterday and looked at a few things. USA Today named uh, Andrew Cuomo the sexiest governor in America twice. He was the sexiest 55-year-old man, according to People magazine, back in 2013. Uh, sexiest governor, no question, hands down. That's Andrew Cuomo. That was last April, USA Today. Uh, where was the other one? The golden boy has they, followed. They, well, yeah. they just they sexified him. Uh, the reason why he uh, – the uh, New York Times, all that time serving the public, America says very sexy. <laughs> New York Times. All they did was make this guy the sexiest dude in the world. And, and so – but you could you would never do sure. that on the other side, right? Oh, good God, no. AOC the, is the uh, sexiest the New senator. New York Times did that. Kristen Sinema has some sexy dripping off of her and her – you'd go – it would go nuts – uh, but the fun part is, is you sexy, sexy, sexy him. And everybody was all about like Andrew Cuomo being the sexy guy. And uh, the argument he had was pretty bad. 
when they said he, he, you know, a lot of staffers are saying he kisses everybody. He's like, and, and he goes, "Yeah, I kiss everybody." And I'm like, "Well, that's no good. Don't. <laughs> it's not a quality defense to you kiss too many people." Of course I do. I kiss and hug everyone. Okay, maybe you want to lay off that defense. Then he had to go out of his way to kiss to, and hug to, everybody. To back up what he's saying. Looks well, like you COVID oh, times too. Oh. Right, <laughs> right. But it's you, Brady. <laughs> It's what you're. I'm not hugging, and you're hugging the hot girls and, and fist bumping the fat ones. It's always been Brady's thing. That, is that I haven't witnessed that. Is that oh, true? It's because he's. We called him out on it to the point where, like, we, this was pre Me Too. We just thought, wow, this is going to backfire one of these days, and we'd tease him all the time, especially because he. Well, the one time he did it in front of a big girl, there was a hot girl and a big girl that came in, and he gave just uh, all the love in the world to the, and and then I think he called her uh, chief. How's it going, Chief? Fist bump. Something called COVID around the corner. Don't get too close. The one time they saw it, you can read people that they're they're not huggers necessarily, or they come in for that. Well, then, uh, and it's ironic. People want to hug me. (laughs) That's right. I'm watching you at Four Peaks. Oh no, I'm watching this. Do it because it'll it'll he'll he'll slip into it every once. So we went to the Four Peaks. uh, Was it uh, two years ago? And had the that uh, attractive doctor, that uh, girl. And she was. She said that because of that conversation we've had about you hugging hot girls and fist bumping others, that she, she was going to use it qualified. as it was a litmus test, yeah. and you gave her a handshake, which is somewhere oh, in between. <laughs> it's somewhere in between. I'll open my hand to you, but I'm not going to hug you. And I don't even know if I want to go there anymore. I don't blame I'm you. I'm going to give up. Yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> she said, "I thought I've always thought I was somewhat attractive." She. I remember her email to me. She's and like, was she? Very. I oh, thought okay. she was very all pretty, right. but she was dressed in her doctor scrubs. Oh, okay. Right. So you couldn't really tell. Like she was kind of. In, in baggier clothes. little uh, Billy a Eilish thing going on. It was sort of a setup, but Brady... Brady uh, What's up, Chief? Of medicine? <laughs> <laughs> she was so bent out of shape. What, are you a shaman or something? <laughs> yeah, I got an email the next day, and she uh, she's like, I, I used it as a test, and I had no idea. She's the one who bought the entire uh, bar, a round of drinks. Oh, what a dick. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and all for the she charity. She did that afterwards. <laughs> she, no, she didn't. She's like, I'm going to buy everybody here a, a round of drinks. And then, because I remember we were standing by the tent when she first walked in. She goes, I want to do that for everybody. I'm like, that's unbelievable, her and her husband. And I'm like, that is awesome. Thank you so much. And she goes, and where's Brady? And I'm like, he's right over there. And I, I remember pointing to you. I didn't know that until the next day when she emailed that her whole point was, I'm here. I'm buying drinks. I'm, donate, I'm donating to the cause. And I'm going to see if Brady thinks I'm a hot woman. And Brady gives her the, hi, how you doing? Handshake. Woof. Close, but not really. Almost. <laughs> you are not going to Hollywood, dog. Give me that You're hoof. not coming yeah. in to yeah. the VIP area. <laughs> Give me that hoof. <laughs> Give me that cloven paw you're carrying around there and see what you got there. Oh, you're one of the animals in the Bible I can't eat. That cloven hoof. Yeah, but, you know, it happens. So Brady doesn't hug everybody. I try not to. I went through a phase there where I'm like, I'm not touching anyone. I'll just put my arms Did near the Keanu. you. Yeah, the Keanu was – I've been doing the Keanu for a long time. The cardboard cutout. I wanted to get cardboard cutouts of me if anybody ever wanted a photo and just have my – you know, you can just stand in the cardboard cutout because it's no different. I'll talk to you, but it's ridiculous. Somebody says, uh, have you ever noticed that the people who use the you could never dot, dot, dot only use that argument to discount opinions they disagree with? They never try to uh, invalidate what you say when they agree with you. That's a great point. That's a great point because if you're sitting there, if you're having an argument saying, I know everything about this and I agree with this, well, you can't do any gymnastics either. This doesn't make you a great gymnast or a great radio host just to agree with me. We took it all. We brought them to our land. 
An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I love this. I love that when people lose that argument. And, and, and it stemmed, I learned that when I was mad about uh, when women's softball players years ago started to say that there'd be someday one of them would break through to the Major League Baseball. And I'm like, it's never going to occur. It will never, especially from the softball ranks. And they were talking about Jenny Finch. Could she strike a man out with I'm like, no, she couldn't with that big meatball. And plus, she'd have to stand. Look, she's standing 45 feet away versus 60. Yeah. Those guys rip 95-mile-an-hour fastballs. And, and, and even if you do the math at 45 feet, her ball's coming in about 91 miles an hour. Uh, they're going to crush it. And, and it's coming back at 180. Yeah, and, yeah. It's also, and it's also the size of a grapefruit. These pros are going to kill it. So, no, there's, this is a silly argument. Do you want to see someone die on the mound? Remember that lady? And I, and I actually said, I, I'm pretty sure I could stick the bat out and put the ball in play in women's softball. And at the time, I was in my early 40s, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I could do that. I said, it's not that tough. It's softball. And I know they're good at it, but yeah, come on. Let's settle down about them going pro. And then like, I got like seven college coaches and a girl, all of them screaming at me that I – you stand in there, and we'll strike you out every time. I'm like, I would hope so. You call yourself an elite athlete. You're actually going to college for free on this deal. I'm just saying I think I could stick the bat out and make contact. I'm not so sure I could – I'm not so sure I could bunt a professional baseball player. If I – Get a bat on the ball. Will you uh, give yeah. up your scholarship? <laughs> yeah, to put that exactly. on the line? Yeah, if, if, if a broken down 40-plus-year-old <laughs> radio disc jockey can put his bat on anything, at foul ball even. If I now can just who's get, taking the if challenge? If I can time it, yeah, you wouldn't do it. you got to quit your school because you're, you're proving that you're just some rec league player. But eventually I'd time that. I don't get to play every day like you. The WNBA, that one time, that, and I beat Michelle Timms once. She was a player on the Australian basketball. I beat her to the basket, and she can break my ankles, mate. Like, I didn't know you weren't trying. She can give it my all. Just laughing. I'm like, all right. Maybe she was. Maybe she wasn't. But this was in front of a crowd. She should have given a little more effort than to watch me blow by her. That's embarrassing. Remember in those MTV rock and jock basketball games? Oh, yeah. When the athletes would get beat by, like, Rappaport or when – Timberlake started to show people like, wow, he just blew by a former player. That's embar- That guy shouldn't allow that. And then pro, pro NBA players would make fun of that guy. You got burned by Timberlake. What do you know anymore? And it's like the second you get beat by a layman, you're a joke. But that's what the argument comes back with, like the girls' softball was. I can beat a layman. God forbid you didn't. What if I land one? What if not only do I make contact, I put one out, <laughs> you know, I put one out into the outfield? All right, well, I'm going to go back to my silly radio job. Now I guess you have to quit school. You take it deep, 110 feet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the reason I couldn't play girls' softball is because of the incessant screaming that comes from the dugout. It never ends. Those girls are just just constantly yelling. It's nonstop. It's like a glee club. Yeah. (laughs) I can't do high hurdles, but I laugh my ass off every time someone falls on one. Last night there was a dude who just face down ate it. Oh, and like, I told you the Japanese, uh, the high, men's high ball. Oh, lost twice. It. Yeah, you know what else I, mean, I guess? Racking I mean, flap oh. right on the mat. Another thing I would venture to guess: the judges in gymnastics can't do it. Yeah, I, I don't think they're how ever they all judge like Olympic gold medalists. And yet you're a judge. You're a judge. How dare? How is that a thing? You know, they couldn't do it. You can't. How How do you take points off if you can't do it? 
Natasha Lucan or whatever her name is. Nasty, I call yeah. her. Uh, she can't do what is going on out there anymore, and yet she's a commentator on How dare she? Well, at one point she could. Well, at one point I could. I just never tried. But you guys, guys stupidest have, argument ever. Have no background. None. At least she was in the she was in the trenches for a little bit. This guy says you talk all tough with your tactical black, but you could never change wiper blades like Brady and Bert. <laughs> it's true, Jerry. That's very true. Know your limits. That's what I say. But I could critique the, critique the hell out of you two trying to do it because it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I admitted it. And neither can you. Now we know. People you know just what? don't get it, man. But you know what? Un- right. Unlike Simone Biles, you guys tried. Damn right. And I got to say, thanks for getting up on there and giving that a run, even though you didn't do a thing. But neither did she. Neither she. <laughs> People get grouchy about that stuff. You're ignorant. You could never do a tumbling pass. <laughs> that makes me ignorant. You spell words wrong. I think that makes you ignorant. <laughs> See you at the inappropriate, because I know you want to so hard. <laughs> well, Brady, has your daughter had that thing yet? Uh, that lady brought that up. I was curious. She still has Well, she's 13 now, so we, that's no, right. we're not we're talking, talking about 12-year-old. 12 12 that's yeah. inappropriate. Yeah. 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 She's still good? Yeah. Nothing going yeah. on there? Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> the brutal's going on at that house. <laughs> Something brutal. She got that vaccine. and froze her up. You know who doesn't have their periods is those gymnasts. They, that's what stunts their thing. Oh, those all of the yeah, those most super of the swimmers, gymnasts, yeah. track a, and field. Talk about you know defending something. That's why the Olympic Village gets busy. You want to talk about mental health, yeah, because those girls can't get pregnant, <laughs> I guess, is what you're saying. Talk about mental health. The oh, things should have been an Olympic guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't now, so don't talk yeah, about no. it. Oh, yeah, sorry. The, uh, uh, the amazing thing is the physical abuse that's put on a body that goes through all that stuff. Nobody talks about that. Those, their bodies are broken down by the time they're 20. That's, re- that's the real uh, tragedy of it all. But I could watch that Sydney McLaughlin run. Uh, I could watch her walk the mall. That is the prettiest lady I've seen on TV in a long time doing an athletic sport. She's gorgeous. And, some, uh, but both of them. Uh, yeah, that, the, the other one, too, is uh, the Harvard that, yeah, neurologist. The the Harvard doctor. She can talk about anything she wants. I don't think she's like Donna, the emailer, who wants to. F- me at the inappropriate really badly. But, <laughs> it's uncomfortable. But she can talk about whatever she wants because she's a brain doctor. and a, She's amazing and fast. But that's Sydney McLaughlin, man. She's, that's a pretty woman. Like that. She's, gonna, her, she's 21. Her career is going to be gangbusters because of that face of hers and her ability. She broke the world record yesterday. And then, yeah. uh, and then they just show her and you're just like you're melting her. She's just gorgeous. Have you seen her? I'm looking her up Sydney right now. Sydney McLaughlin. Stunning. Even with no makeup and stuff during the race. Like, she has just got that. She's going to oh, be it's, everywhere. Yep. No makeup needed. Man, you got marketing companies that cannot wait to get their hands on this because she is, she's a stunner. And that's just her track stuff. You should see her, like, on her Instagram and things like that where she's all done up. She's just spectacular. But yeah, and she's ridiculously smooth when she runs too. Those uh, track and field when it's when it's uh like it, it men or women, it's just gorgeous when they're running and their form is on point. Their bodies just move different. Go. Look at that. Their bodies just do different it stuff. Is. It's just this and it weird just flows. It's it's this straight up and down line. It's just pretty. 
pretty the way I am to that Donna, the emailer, who wants to just eat every ounce that I produce. <laughs> I mean, it is full on. I have to have them. It's a craving. That's why she's so mad. That's why her spelling's so poor. Her hands are shaking while she's shaking, trying to type. Yeah. She's probably got one hand. She's probably only typing with one hand while she thinks about me. And the other hand's just going to town. <laughs> Come on out to the Four Peaks for yeah. a little hug. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a big hug. I'm we haven't seen her yet. I'm saying it's a handshake. You think it's a handshake? Oh, that's a handshake. Right. That's a handshake. It could be a handshake. We might handshake. I mean, she's going to want more for sure. <laughs> I guarantee you that. But you know what? She could never do the show, so we have nothing to talk about. She could never do this. I can't do whatever it is she does because I'm not trained or qualified to do it. But So I guess there's no conversation involved in that. Worst argument ever. So, yeah, when you critique somebody... Don't do the you-can't-do-blank argument. That's just a dummy's argument. You could never blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, and Jeremy said, it reminds me of the time you went after those local artists. And they said, you could never paint. I'm like, well, neither can you, so we're even. I can critique <laughs> the crap out of your garbage paints. You don't understand art. You don't get it. That one guy said, you're, you don't, you're not an artist. And I'm like, well, how's that? How, what is an art? You don't make anything tangible. And I'm like, so Beethoven wasn't an artist because... What did he make that you could hold or feel or touch? Right. It was sound. Well, it's different. I'm like, you're an idiot. You're another <laughs> idiot. Well, you could never play the piano like Beethoven. I'm like, that's what makes him Beethoven, jackass. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd just be a piano player. Do you understand the difference between elite? And you know what? You don't have to like him. I, I know a guy I talk to all the time named Scott who hates the Beatles. I can't even get that through my melon. He just hates them. He thinks they're a scourge on music. And I'm like, that doesn't, Jesus. That doesn't make sense to me. He has every right to do it. Yeah, you don't have to like it, but I know it's, only, it, it's the only one I know. Uh, uh, there's a I couple mean, that of people mentioned, that get upset they're, about them, but he's like angry. But you know what I know that means when Scott says I hate the Beatles? That Donna wants to f- me. That's all I know <laughs> from this entire conversation. She can't wait to get in here. Try it. Uh, it's six oh eight. Let's get a wake up song, shall we? Five eight five nine eight hundred. A good one. Try not to kiss and hug everybody at work today, Mister Cuomo, and uh, Touchy McFeelsy, the. Uh, the man in charge of everything says, you probably shouldn't do that. You should quit your job. I mean, that was ballsy of Biden to say. I didn't even think about his history. What I, You know, the one accusation talked about him singing a song to the lady. Yeah, but it was something dirty. It was. It was something about singing you. some two-live crew or yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> say, hey, hey, we want some. <laughs> hey, it's Andrew. How are you? We want some. Oh, my button. I, I couldn't beat myself. Sorry. I was I was doing something else. My hands was busy. Nibble on my D. Yeah, like a <laughs> cheese. I'll call you back about the meeting. It's at 1130. Don't wear panties. <laughs> Andrew's got some trouble on his hands, but I find it hysterical. Because, you know, Saturday Night Live did a thing where they were like just fawning. The girls were like, oh, I just want to have sex. And they wrote a little song about yeah. how they wanted to bang Governor Cuomo during the during COVID and and the tables turn, and he's like, oh, okay, you all want to F me? How about this? And he starts coming on to you like, whoa, 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 calm her down. Not everybody wants this. Like, I, People Magazine said you all wanted me. The New York Times said I was I sexy as I started to hell. believe it. I started to buy my own press. Everybody's telling me I'm the sexiest governor in America. I'm going to throw a little sexy back. It's a legit argument. Now, you can't touch anybody. <laughs> I know. But, you know, you keep <laughs> telling me. Like, oh, she wants me. Look, if a lady here is telling me how sexy I am, and she gives me a plaque and puts me in a magazine, and all of a sudden, like, hey, you're the sexiest. And I, I might go on to that and go, hey, hmm, what do you think? Maybe you and I could, uh... Oh, my God, you pervert. I'm like, oh, this is a trap. It was all a trap. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even get it, but his brother's going nuts on CNN. That's a great drama. That's a good one.
Anyway, don't touch everybody. Don't be like Governor Cuomo. Keep your hands to yourself. Tonight especially, Brady. We're no hugs tonight, No, you're going to do well. That we'll see. If Sidney McLaughlin comes in. I'm going to latch One on hug her. tonight, I'm, potentially. I'm going to her like uh, those things on the bottom of a shark. I'm getting in there. Uh, let's get that wake-up song. 585-9800. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.